What's up, everybody? This is Presto. Corporal Nossage. And you are listening to episode 57 of the Nintendads podcast. Hold on, I have to phase back into this reality. Whew. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, this is a very special episode. Tonight, we are sitting down around the table to roll our dice <laughs> more than listening and watching to the Nintendads podcast. Um, we are reviewing Demio, the new uh, VR tabletop game from Resolution Games. And full disclosure, uh, this episode is sponsored by Resolution Games. Super big shout out to you guys. Um, we partnered up with them to get a review copy of the game. Um, and we are doing a giveaway for two copies of Demio on PC this Friday, when we will be live streaming the game um, and hopefully playing with some of you. Now, Corporal, you may ask, you said you're giving it away on PC, but you also just said it's a VR game. What's that about? I, I, would, I would ask that? I don't, I don't ask questions. <laughs> Um, yes, so the big news is that Demio is launching their PC version of this game tomorrow, which I don't know if it's a midnight release. It might technically be in, like, a couple hours. Um, yo, Jason, Kaze, Kyle, good evening, sir. Jessica, welcome in. Um, yes, they are launching Demio on PC tomorrow, um, on Steam and Steam VR. It already uh, is is in the uh, Oculus uh, Quest store and the Rift store, and it's going to have crossplay, guys. Yeah, it is. Out of the box, you are going to be able to crossplay a tabletop Dungeons and Dragons style game in VR with people playing on PC. Ah. Um. Okay. We will get there. We will explain all this stuff, what the game is about, how it works. Um, but first, we need to explain this little this little thing right here, April Adventures. So, Corporal, why don't you explain April Adventures as our resident dungeon master here? So, every game that we have played thus far and we have talked about here on the Nintendo's podcast has been in some way, shape, or form and an adventure RPG style game for April uh, for April, the month of April. So what that means is that we are theming the entire month around RPG adventure games. Uh, and as you can tell with the beautiful dice that's, that's been displayed and, and shared <laughs> and the games that we have talked about and we have shown on our stream so far have also been very much inspired by D&D &D and tabletop games. So, 14. <laughs> so, that means, even I will admit that's cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so... Chat. <laughs> so, for the entire month, all of our games, in some way, shape, or form, are themed around the adventure theme, as well as, in some way, shape, or form, connected to tabletop games or D&D games. Dungeons and Dragons, RPG, kind of stuff like that. We kicked off April Adventures with uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, uh, which yeah. I am 
fully addicted to. Uh, <laughs> I have I have the Borderlands collection for the Switch back there. Um, but we are continuing the adventures with uh, tonight's review of Demio, and then we're going to be streaming it and doing a giveaway for two copies of the PC version, um, which also work in Steam VR. So you know you can you can double dip like that if you have a headset or if you're getting a headset or not. Um, and again, this is brought to you by Resolution Games, who kindly provided us with the review and giveaway copies. Show. Um, let, let's let's paint the picture first. Hey, Kathy Smith, thank you for liking the stream. Um, so, an intro to Demio. <clears throat> Do you have the metal to survive a monster-infested dungeon crawler that immerses players in the classic fantasy RPG genre like never before? Time to find out. Terrors and treasure await you as you and your band of warriors... Brave the corrupted catacombs of the Black Sarcophagus, unforgiving sewers of Sunderhaven in the realm of the Rat King, and the Deerich Forest in Roots of Evil, in this truly authentic tabletop experience. Thank you. That was a 20 on my performance check, so. Um, <laughs> anyway, dramatics aside, um, uh, yeah. Demio is a badass Dungeons and Dragons in VR game. Um, but before we really roll for initiative here, let's let's do the usual spiel. Corporal, what are you what are you playing? What are you playing this week? Uh truthfully, Demio. <laughs> I mean, this week we've been been playing Demio. Um, I played a little Tiny Tinas, and I need to play more Tiny Tinas. But good. my time has been like. Playing Demio, <laughs> playing the different classes of Demio, playing the different dungeons, playing the demo version, playing the real game, doing the hangout, like seeing all the cool things that are coming to offer. So yeah, Demio. Yeah, same. I've been I've been basically bouncing between Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland and Demio. Slightly tempted uh, by the new the Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker saga is out. Yes. So out. for those of you who've been following us for a while, take a shot. Yeah, we <laughs> we have actually talked about this game. Uh, a, I think over a year ago, this game has gone through some delays. Don, uh, what's up? But if you don't know, this uh, Star Wars saga is everything in our Skywalker saga is every game or movie all of the historical events that have taken place following a Skywalker so it it's the uh it's the 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 new series the Jar Jar Binks series the original series the Jar Jar I'm glad you labeled the entire prequel the Jar Jar Binks series I'm sure Anybody who loves the prequels will thoroughly appreciate I that. I couldn't think of what prequel, the word prequel, like, wasn't coming to mind. But you remember Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I remember Jar Jar Binks. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a long, it's a long, it's a, it's a long, long game. it's a lot. It, it covers a lot, so. Um, speaking of a lot, what are you drinking this week? <laughs> um, I have Mountain Dew sitting next to me currently and that's that's my go-to gamer drink come on now um but a lot of water and dragon's milk 
the water. That's a proper adventurer's diet right there. <laughs> um, I've been drinking some victory, some victory, victory beers, some sour monkeys out of this bad boy right here. My little red, my uh, Nintendad's red mini fridge that sits on top of my cube. That somehow this holds exactly six cans. Believe it or not, it's the fridge of holding. It's unex like <laughs> it's barely bigger than a six pack, but somehow fits a whole six pack. I don't know how. I still haven't been able to figure that out. But it's voodoo. It fits. It fits. Sour monkey. Oh god, Dom. Sour. I love Sa Dom. You're you know we have similar tastes in drinks. Dom. Dom made me a. I have to do a shout out to Dom. Dom made me a delicious cocktail last time I saw him, and did not make me do a pickleback. So, round of applause. For, oh, no, wait. No, he did. No, no, he did make me do a pickleback. Never mind. I take that back. The <laughs> cocktail he made was delicious, but he also made me do a pickleback. Damn it. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, so, Demio. What, what is Demio? Demio is... So, Demio, imagine this. You put on your headset, right? You put on your headset, and you are greeted by an excellently voice-acted, by the way, host. And you are put, basically, in front of a virtual tabletop. And on this tabletop is a dungeon that you can sort of see the, the shadowy outlines of. You pick your class, which we will get into, but there's a couple different characters. You pick your character, you place your little miniature down on the table... And the game begins. You can move your character around, um, and every action, every roll, every attack, everything that happens is animated, and it's in VR, so you can walk around the table, you can shift your view, you can zoom all the way in, so you're inside the dungeon, you can zoom all the way out, so you can see what's around the corners. It is a proper tabletop experience in VR when that I've never seen before. When you say you can zoom in, like, let me tell you, <laughs> the game starts out and you are human-sized, table-sized, proportions are equal. So when you look down at this tabletop, you're like, oh, yeah, tabletop. And if you go through the tutorial, it's going to teach you how, if you're in VR, how you can grab the table and expand and expand and it zooms in and pulls in yes dixie <laughs> loves the game so much she would chew <laughs> up the miniatures for sure <laughs> yes she would but uh it allows you to zoom in to get as close to the character the the little miniature that's on the the game board let me tell you the detail like you can see the moss on the stones like, it zooms in so much. Yeah, you can it really get in there to where the figurines are, like, bigger than you, essentially. Yeah. Like, the you're, like, looking are, up. It's wild. The graphics are amazing. They really are. Um, And that, I mean, that's, I would probably get to this at some point further into the review. But let's let's get this out of the way. A lot of VR games look like tech demos. Like, yeah. I would say I would say more than I would say the majority of the games. Hey, Melissa, welcome in. I would say the majority of the games in VR slowly not becoming the majority, but a lot of games in VR look 
like games from like 10 years ago uh, are kind of jittery. This is one of the few games in VR that has like the polish of a game you would expect to see in 2022. Yes. And that is it's 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 tough to like understand the significance of that if you don't have a VR headset and you haven't played a lot of games, but the difference in the feeling and like the little quality of life things when you boot up into a game that's fully like developed and thought through and and the production value is there it it just makes the experience like a thousand times better in like a bunch of different ways um uh oh we lost corporal for a second he's back he's doing death death saving throws right now he's coming back he's trying um he's alive apparently my video card just did an update <laughs> Roll, roll you roll the one. Everything video just shut down. The screens blinked. My second monitor turned off, and then everything slowly came. I must have been the excitement of doing live episodes, everybody. <laughs> um, I... so and and so before we get too far into this, because I can just see a lot of people in their head being like, "Well, I don't have a VR set, so this this whole episode is a mute point to me." So. The, I, I started learning about this game, and I was, like, on the fence about getting it, and then I saw their roadmap uh, yes. for what's to come. And we'll get further into the roadmap. But one of the points in the roadmap was they were getting ready to launch the a PC version of the game that you can play on a computer, and it is, it's, it's, it's one of the games that you don't need to play in VR. It's amazing in VR, but you don't need to play it in VR. It works amazingly well as its own game, VR aside. Um, and the PC version of the game comes out tomorrow. Uh, and it is fully... I like we planned this. I know, right? So weird. Um, and it is fully... It's got full cross-play support with VR. So this is one of... One of the only games that I can think of that one person can be playing in their headset and their friend who doesn't have a headset can play with them on PC. The only other game I know that you can play uh, VR playing with somebody who doesn't have a VR set is Akron, which is another game made by Resolution Games. So these guys know what they're doing. Um, so... Yes, even if you don't have a VR headset, don't leave. Stay tuned. Uh, the whole game review applies to you, too, because you can play on PC. And it is absolutely worth playing on PC. It's mind-blowing to play in VR, but it's still amazing to play on PC. Um, okay. So, we covered the basic premise. You're sitting at a table. You're a digital person. Uh, you have your miniature... And you move around, um, Corporal. You want to? What, what? What do you want to say? What else? How else can you explain sort of the concept before we dig into the characters and skills and all that kind of stuff? Um. The game is very much. So when you play D and D, it's a a verbal story. D&D &D does not need to be played with any visuals. 
you can go out and buy maps and you can buy miniatures and you can buy all these things to enhance the visualization of the story that you are building but the game very much is a story verbal driven game with your imagination to take place besides the fact that you now have a hey melissa uh you you have a uh a visual tabletop so that you can see everything the story is actually really cool and we're going to get into a lot of that with uh the the rest of our our show here but don't let the term dnd to sway you from the visuals of the game that this actually offers. Yeah. Oh, and that's probably a good point too, is a lot of people, myself included, have wanted to play D&D or a D&D like game over the years. This is in in D&D you need somebody to run the show. You need a dungeon master. You need a dedicated person whose only job, they don't really play, they kind of manage the game. In Demio, the game is the dungeon master. Like, there's an extra... There's a person... I forget her name. She has a name. Um, but she's this this cool lady who kind of walks you through what to do. And then, during the game, like, you'll make your move, and she'll be like, you enter the first floor of the crypt and wonder how you're going to get to the next level. And then, like, after your turn, she goes, okay, it's the monster's turn now. What's going to happen? And it's just, like, this little back, like, narration, but it keeps it very... I don't know. It's just... Uh, to me, it's, like, wonderfully in theme with the experience. Um, yeah. So it's D&D that you can play without a dungeon master, um, which is very cool. Um, and the goal, I guess, I guess to understand like what you're trying to do, because D and D is very like uh, open ended. She's the dungeon narrator, yeah, basically. Um, what's up, Jeremy? By the way, welcome in. Um, welcome in. Uh, so each each level, so there's there's campaigns, and the way you work through the game is you're on a you're on the game table. And you are fighting your way through sort of the dark and you are trying to find the boss who has the key and then you're trying to find the exit which you need the key for. Yes. Um, so now, you're, you're moving around and we'll get into the mechanics later. But yeah, the basic premise of it is is you're moving around, you're trying to find the boss, beat the boss, get the key, head to the exit, mostly in one piece. There's a fog of war that goes over the entire map. So in a traditional table, this is what I was getting to before, uh, the, the, the graphics don't tell you too much because there's a fog of war that prevents you from seeing the rest of the table. You have to explore the dungeon to open up the rest of the table so you can see the entire dungeon. And what's even more better, uh, beautiful about this is that you have a character that's in the map and while he is able to or you are able to see everything that's at the top, the enemies and the the chests and the doors that are available to you are really only available to you based off of the line of sight of the character that's in the game. So there could be a character that's behind the wall who you won't know he's there until you get into the room. So it, it does really well. Yeah, I thought I I really got the line of sight like dynamic of it. 
is I think I think it was when you and me were playing, um, and I moved forward onto like a balcony or something, and all of a sudden we saw like twenty monsters, and I immediately panicked until I realized that all of these monsters were in the courtyard below us. So we couldn't we weren't really interacting with them, but from my character's vantage point now I had line of sight to this huge, wide-open area below me. And I was like, that is so cool. I did not realize, like, verticality applied to the line of sight. And then I also realized, because I was playing the Archer class, that I could just start picking these guys off in a super cheeky way. Jeremy <laughs> remembers that, yes. Um, yeah, so let's get in. The, one of my favorite like parts of like any of these games is picking a class and geeking yes. out. So let's get into the classes. Okay, so like D&D there's different classes that you can choose for your character to play. In Demio, it takes the same aspect. So you have a wizard, you have a archer, you have a knight, you have assassin, and what just came out is the bard. Um, so those are your five classes. Your wizard obviously does spells in area of effect damage. Your archer has distance damage uh, with a bow. Uh, your assassin does stealth sneaky attacks. So if he's able to pick somebody off from behind, he can do some pretty uh, extra damage for stealth attacks as well as sneak behind areas so he can't be seen. Um, and the bard does a lot of buffs, which is pretty exciting. There's one... Oh, the knight. I, I, I mentioned the knight. I think he's really called the guardian. The guardian, I yeah. I haven't labeled his knight here, but the knight is very much your, your paladin or your tank. Tank, for um, sure. And... Well, I mean, a paladin can kind of be tanky, not yeah. Uh, and it has some, it has some healing, it has some yeah, healing abilities, it has some healing effects. So I think he's more of a paladin than he is uh, like a. He's barbarian. a guardian. He's a guardian. Yes, but so those are the it, when the game first came out, we had only access to the four: uh, wizard, archer, guardian, and assassin. Um, and then just recently, they released the bard which it's something I love about this game and these these developers. They're consistently listening to the fan base and growing and adding and gaining things. So at this point, there's already announcements of more things to come, and the fact that they've added a bard is really, really cool. Yeah, Jeremy said he played uh, a Claritin Palak in 3.5, Cleric Paladin in 3.5, and a Monk in 5, 5th edition for D&D. D&D. Yeah, so you'll be right at home with this. Um, yeah, the wizard, so the wizard does AoE damage, and also, I guess, so let's explain, let's explain some of the combat, so there's context. So your character, every, every uh, turn... Um, you have two actions, and you can use your action to move, just like D&D. You have a movement action. You have a certain amount of spaces you can move. Um, if you're next to an enemy, you can do uh, an opportunity attack, like a melee attack. Um, and then you have your hand of cards. Yes, this is a card-based combat system, um, but doesn't focus. It's not as focused on deck building as like what you would expect from a card-based combat system. Um, but basically you start out with a hand of your class ability cards 
and you play them. Each card costs an action. There's some cards that don't cost any actions, like healing potions and items and stuff. Um, and once you play that card, it's gone. So if you're a wizard and you have an area of effect fireball, you cast it, that card is gone. As you get XP, you fill your XP bar, and when your XP bar levels up, you get a random card for your class. So there's some adaptability. But each class has one class action card that you always have that you can use once per turn. And that, to me, is really what defines each of these classes, because they each have a, you know their own specific set of cards, but the most important is the class action. So the wizard has an action that is a ranged lightning bolt that does a small amount of damage, but stuns one enemy for the turn. So if you have a big bad monster, your, your wizard is sort of damage mitigator control, damage control. Um, the archer has uh, a ranged arrow attack, two cards that refresh on every turn, so they never go away. They're not a one-use card. Um, so you can do ranged damage. Guardian has five points of armor that you can repair each turn. That's its class card. Assassin so has... Is more than that of everybody else. Yes, every every character starts with ten health. The guardian starts with ten health and five armor, so essentially yeah. like fifteen hit points. But that five armor you can always repair, so very tanky. It's the only class that can consistently that heal itself, basically. Yeah. Um, assassin can go stealth. Um, yo, lad, Ladarius, Ladargi, Ladarius, Ladarius. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for dropping the 100 stars. Appreciate that, man. Darius. Welcome in. You, my and um, if we butchered your name, yes, you we definitely <laughs> did. And shared. Thank you. Um, the assassin has stealth. You can stealth. And then the bard has a buff that it can apply that stacks. You can stack the buff up to three times, and it's like damage mitigation, extra damage, and then different things. So, oh, welcome, Love VR Gaming. Awesome. You're in the right place. Uh, if you're definitely in the right place. We're the Nintendads podcast. We focus uh, on games for adults and Nintendo-loving parents, and we are talking about Demio, obviously. And if you follow our page, you might find that we're going to play a VR game this coming Friday. So mm -hmm. join in. And we're going to be giving away two copies of Demio on PC on Friday uh, starting around 8.30, not going to tell when we're going to do the giveaway, but it's probably going to be near the beginning so that people can play with us. Did <laughs> we it's cosplay. get those codes yet, Presto? Uh, I think, well, the game doesn't, the codes don't, I don't think exist yet because the game hasn't come out yet, technically. So we may, if I remember, the, read the email correctly, we may have to request which code we are requesting for. So there, there may be some wiggle room there. Yeah. Whether it's for a VR or for the PC version. Yeah, if somebody wins and they want to code uh, on Oculus, we can definitely make that happen too. Yeah. yeah but so. it's mostly to celebrate the PC launch because now our PC brethren that don't have headsets yet uh, can play with us, nerds. This game VR. comes natively cross-platform play. Us on Oculus and you on PC means we can still play together. So good! I really want to see that become, like, the standard for, for more games. Yes. Um, 
Anyway, I will let you go over the next section, which is... For, wait, hold on. I have to ask, what's your favorite class so far? Because Bard just came out and I got to play it for the first time the other day, I, I'm leaning towards Guard. But I'll be honest with you, I've watched a lot of videos and I've played a bunch enough to know that Assassin can be a beast. Assassin. Assassin is too much pressure for me to play because, like, a lot of the times, the team is, like, relying on you to, like, stealth and find something or make the move and, like, crit the enemy. And, like, I... It's too much pressure to be Assassin. I am very much a healing... I, I, I only play games either as, like, the barbarian, the tank who goes in and just destroys everything, or the doctor who stays in the back and provides heals for everybody. So... I'm guardian or a bard anyway. You're so a bard. I'm, you're a barbarian. Is what you yes, are. I am a barbarian. That's like my true D and D character is a barbarian. So that that's our barbarian bard. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, we talked about how this uh, developer and the and the game creators are very much in tune with the community. There's recently a Q and A done with the community manager and i'm not going to attempt to ruin and butcher his name um but he revealed that they besides the roadmap that they have just recently released that there is still going to be more levels and more classes eventually being added to the game that's so um, exciting and some concept art that has been revealed around this time indicate that there's a possibility of a scholar an engineer, an alchemist, a priest, a necromancer, and a barbarian coming to the game. So a bard was on this list, but a bard was actually added to the game. So I'm very excited to see the new characters. And if they've got a list of scholar, engineer, alchemist, priest, necromancer, and a barbarian, like that's at least six things right there, and they're talking about adding more levels to the game, I can't wait. This game is going to be so filled with stuff. Yeah, it's a good time to get in on like the ground floor of it. Sony's new stance on crossplay. It's about time. Sony, Sony, I will give Sony for now opening the gates to crossplay, but like, damn, like they took long enough. Like, yeah. totally. um, I would, I would love to see, I would love to see an engineer with like some turret. Cause there are a couple, uh, there are a couple like turret, like sort of like there's summons you can do el you can summon elementals, yeah. um, from different classes. I think an engineer would be really cool because so much of the game is about positioning and sort of area control. And I think that would be, that would be really strong. Ooh, Anthony, Anthony wants to know our favorite Demio level. Oh, Oh, I so I'll be honest. I have only I've played each of the levels once. Um, I have played the the first uh, the first area the most. Uh, Black sarcophagus. I will say I like the vibe of the Roots of Evil map aesthetically, but I booted into it one time by accident. And was immediately terrified and was like, I'm not, no, I'm not ready. It was like the second or third time I played and I was like, I am not ready for this. Um, and I, and I went back. So I'm most comfortable with the black sarcophagus. I'm very looking forward to playing through Roots of Evil, but I'm probably going to wait to play through it 
with people. I haven't cleared any of the campaigns yet. I keep dying. <laughs> it's yeah, hard. Yeah. So me trying to do it, I, that that's one thing that I'll say. Me trying to play this game solo, the game is challenging. I don't want you to think at one point that this is going to be some easy walk in the park. This game definitely will throw its punches hard at you. You got to play um, your roles correctly. Yeah. yeah. An artificer. Yeah. An artificer is what I'm talking about. Okay. Yes. Artificer yeah. is what I want to see. Um, uh, so I... Uh, because of the card-based mechanics, as you level up, you gain a card. You open up chests, you can gain a card. And each one of these cards are different based off of the specific class that you have. I noticed that there has been a lot of games that are coming out that have a lot of card-based mechanics. Card being a very tactile retro... Uh, retro, I guess, is the right is the right term. Uh uh, style of gameplay and we're talking like magic the gathering card style games or like actual deck of card games but there's a lot of video games that are incorporating card based mechanics and i think that's exciting to see i think that's a new layer to gaming i'm very excited to see it in this type of a game just want to know what your thoughts were i think and i remember you saying this when we were talking about like what what we were going to talk about in the episode. And in thinking about it, I think I understand why, uh, I think I understand why cards as a system have become so prevalent. And I think a it's, it's the tactile thing. It's like, it's something people know, right? So if you booted into Demio and they were like, here are your spell slots, your spell slots hold five different abilities. And when you use them, it's over. Like, then your spell slot is empty, and you need to fill up your XP bar to fill your new spell slot with a new build. Like, you've already confused a lot of people. But if you say, here's your hand of cards. When you want to play a card, play your card. After you play the card, it goes away. People get that. That's a very familiar thing. And especially because this is sort of emulating a tabletop experience, having another tactile thing for Demio works. And then I think the same thing. It's it's a it's an element of familiarity. It's a system people understand. Okay, I have a hand of cards and I play my cards versus here are abilities or here, are, you know, ability points or magic power or, you know, energy or whatever. It's like cards is a simple system. Um, the other thing is cards introduce the idea of deck building or using cards gives you sort of a randomization thing where you have control, but you need to be adaptable. So I know the cards in my deck. I know all the possibilities, but I don't know what card I'm getting next. And that's exciting. That kind of scratches like the gambling itch in my yep. lizard brain. Um, it's also, I don't know how we've made it this far in the episode without mentioning this, but Demio is randomized as hell. Every, yes. every time you boot into a level, it is a different layout than the last time you played it. The enemies are different. The enemies are in different places. It's new every single time you play it, which is... You're never going to have the exact same experience, which is yes. awesome. Um, what class fits y'all best? I... So, Corporal is the bard, for sure. 
that's I, him. I love being a barbarian. That's who I am at nature. I am a tanky type person in real life. I am the guy who's asked to take down a wall, and the wall is gone. That's what I do. But ah! I... Well, well where, where... Close that mouth. What are you going to say? Go ahead and say it. <sighs> no, okay, I wasn't going to, but now you're asking me to say it, so don't get mad. In our streams where we have offered drinks for stars, you have decidedly not been the tanky character. Really? Yes. Yes. Probably because you are you are more of a glass cannon when it comes to that type of situation. Okay. <laughs> um anyway, carry on. I tend to play the the barbarian tank type character or the healer, the guy who stands back and provides buffs and heals to his teammates in order to keep them alive. Um, I, I have the, more of a bard atmosphere to me than I think anything else. But go ahead. More, more the monk. Um, I, I am always drawn to mage classes, like magic, Big spells, big damage, fire, lightning, ice, all the typical, like, magic. I did a sorcerer for my first D&D character. Um, in this, though, I'm finding myself more drawn to the archer, just because the line of sight you get on some of these attacks is ridiculous. And I really enjoy positioning myself and picking off enemies like from like super far away and then contrast to that i also do really like the guardian because i really like being able to get into a situation sustain myself sort of create space and security for my party and then just like whip out the whirlwind and knock everybody back um so it's pretty it's pretty much like one extreme or the other I would say I'm getting, I'm learning the game more with Archer. Um, like when I've played with groups, I've played with Archer, so I can kind of hang back. Guardian, if your Guardian doesn't know what they're doing and they like make a mistake and enter a room or turn a corner at the wrong time, it can put your whole party in jeopardy. And I feel like, again, I'm not ready for that responsibility. I haven't played the game enough. Um, but yeah, Archer does some, yeah, Archer with plus three damage is serious. Yes. Yeah, yes. Totally. Archer, Archer, Bard, and then we just need a need a tank. That's the thing. You really need, like, you need your roles because yeah. if you play two squishy things, you're gonna get squashed. And if you don't like, <laughs> it's be. yeah, you need them. Uh, Gamma Lale, thanks for coming in. Welcome in the stream. Welcome. So, um, uh, I was gonna say one one particular uh, move that the wizard has that I think is nb if used properly very clutch is the ability to teleport to a different space on the map yes that, that is that's like a game that's a game changer yeah, for sure but the tide. if you use it wrong as oh, i have it's a yeah. death sentence it's a death <laughs> sentence for sure yeah you can yeah you like that you can give other people potions yeah you can give you yep. get potions that you can give to any character like within line of sight or a certain range um so anybody can be a support class really <laughs> um so let's get a little more into the structure of demio so when you play demio 
right now there are three campaigns out. Black Sarcophagus, um, uh, Realm of the Rat King, and it's not Realm of the Rat King. What is it? Uh, oh, yeah, it is. Realm of the Rat King. Realm, and then the Roots of Evil, which is kind of like uh, evil. I like Realm of the Rat King. I think Realm of the Rat King is fun. I've been I've read in several places that Realm of the Rat King is the hardest campaign to beat. I mean, probably. I die, so. Um, so you choose your campaign, and then each campaign has three levels to it. So you you have a giant board, you find the boss, you get the key, you go to the exit. Then you get a reprieve, you get to spend your gold and shop around, buy cards, buy potions, buy whatever, and then you go to level two. Level two, same thing, boom, and then level three, you work your way and you find the end game boss, who I have not made it to in any of the campaigns yet, so I can't tell you what happens after, but that's probably a good thing because we don't want to spoil anything. Definitely um, the hardest, Anthony, yes. Yeah, oh yeah, Rat King is definitely the hardest, good to know. See, that's what I'm starting off with Black Sarcophagus. I'm just I'm just getting my bearings still, even though I've played like half a dozen times. <laughs> um the modes. Corporal, tell us about the modes. The different the different modes. Different the different modes. Because this game is obviously heavily predicated on multiplayer, but it does have single player. It has a it's a skirmish mode. Which I that's your your single player mode, and as a single player, you're able to then play as multiple classes. So you can choose all four classes that you want to go into battle with. And that's a good way to really try each one of them. It's such um, a good like if you don't want to play with people right away or like you don't have anybody who has the game, like any friends who have the game, it's such a great like introduction to mess around. Yes, without a doubt. Um, the multiplayer is fun as long as you're able to get a team who will stay in the game with you. A lot of times you have people who like jump in and jump out and, oh, I've got someplace to go. And then you're left and you're, you're by yourself. So like that can be a, uh, a hassle, but the, the modes, the, the multiplayer mode allows you to team up with a whole bunch of other people, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and the the levels do scale in terms of difficulty based on how many players you have. It doesn't affect the amount of monsters on the board, um, but it does affect and scale their health and I think their damage. I'm not sure. Anthony said he learned so much from multiplayer. Awesome, Anthony. We might we might uh, be looking for party members to stream with on Friday because uh, we yeah, are both very much newbies. So definitely uh, shoot us a message or better yet, hop onto our Discord. Um, that's where we sort of coordinate all our play sessions. So definitely hop into our Discord um, and maybe you can jump into our stream on Friday. That'd be pretty cool. We need a mentor. I'm going to add our link Never generate link, copy link, minimize. Such as throwing a bone to the hounds to make them allies and using lie to kill big slimes. Oh, I, I read about the lie. I read about the bone, uh, that you can use the bone to uh, make certain monsters 
like fight for you or or be kind to you. I thought that was pretty. Oh, uh, so they become they become like an allied. Like when you summon an elemental, they just kind of go around and like attack stuff. Yeah, so if there is a hound who's there and you cool. happen to have a phone, and you can just put that out there, that's, that's oh, a way that's cool. That's cool. Well, now I'm going to have to have a bow at me at all times because I want a doggo. Um, something else that they added recently is the Heroes Hangout Lobby, which yes. is basically like a social space, you could call it, where other people go and you can like hang out and talk. Everybody has their little avatar. But then in the Heroes Hangout, there is a table... And you can go to the shelf and grab one of the campaigns, put it on the table, and it will start a game. And then everybody takes their figurines, put it on the table, and then you're out of the hero's hangout into a game. That is so cool. Yeah. That's how I got into my first multiplayer game. And, like, I didn't exactly know what was going on. And I was like, oh, a table. And somebody's like, yeah, let's play. Boom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's play. Like thinking just like, oh, yeah, we'll just like mess around. And then all of a sudden I was in the dungeon. I was like, what happened? There's a wardrobe room so that you can change your avatar's outfits and shirts and stuff. And did you did you play with the archery uh, field at all? Yes, I suck. I'm terrible. (laughs) I'll stick to playing archer in the actual game. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of people play that. That they didn't do so hot. I was not um, doing so hot. And then there's the the projector where there's a, a group chat type thing where a bunch of people can talk. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't understand it. It looked like it was. It looked like the projector was projecting the general chat from the Demio Discord. Discord. I, that's what I. That's. What and I, I was like, is that is that real? Is that a real <laughs> feed? Because that's amazing. <laughs> right. That's so cool. It's also very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's moderated. It's moderated. Um, the other thing is, and I haven't played around with this too much because I haven't like gotten, I guess, far enough to really unlock many stuff, many things. As you play and progress through the game, you unlock cosmetics. So every time you do an attack, you roll your dice to determine whether it's normal, whether it's a miss, or whether it's a crit. And you can get different colors and skins for your dice. You can get different colors and skins for your figurines, for, uh, I think, your gloves in the game, like your character's gloves. Uh, your face, and, if I'm not mistaken, for the board, the, the table itself. Oh, I even, really? I even think you can get different skins, or at least maybe they talked about announcing this uh, with later updates. You can get different backgrounds. So you're no longer in the basement of your house. You can get like what? different areas. Yeah. So that's, that's oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I read. That, I listened to that somewhere in, the, in a video from their. That is super I, cool. I need to get on my grind and unlock some cosmetics. I'm a sucker for cosmetics. <laughs> Winning and losing is temporary, but looking cool is forever. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Um, so what else is on this roadmap? Because it's one thing to have, and this is sort of like what made me get into this game. It's one thing to have a cool game and it's just sort of like, okay, this is a cool game. Hopefully there's a community if it's multiplayer based. And I was sort of scoping out Demio and then I saw the roadmap and the roadmap and the content and just the approach 
that the that Resolution Games is taking to like continue the growth of this game, that's what pushed me to buy it and like start playing it. And then the more oh, I got into it, I was like, the awesome. roadmap, the the previous roadmap, because uh, the game came out what last year? Yeah, in twenty twenty one. The post launch roadmap showed Roots of Evil being released in December, and then February being the player's hangout and then april is when the pc edition was going to come out they have also announced a pvp mode that's going to come out at some point uh in that original roadmap that's gonna be crazy right i can't imagine what that looks like like that I because the whole game is like cooperative dungeon crawler i cannot imagine what pvp is going to look like if i had to imagine it's going to be a uh, uh like a map that you have to hunt down your other opponent yeah like an arena and, yeah and you have to then use your skills and your cards in order to make those attacks and hopefully outwit your opponent they're gonna have to there's gonna have to be some sort of either alternative move sets or balance changes to the characters to do PvP because otherwise you could just pick wizard and I get my first attack on you and stun you. No, because wizard, you stun somebody for one turn. So you could essentially stun lock and chip away at somebody's health, uh, which would not be very fair. And by the same token, well, no, I guess the bard, the bard could probably hold his own, uh, but I'm very interested to see what they do with PvP and, and what form it takes. Um, they also announced that there are two more campaigns coming this year? Is that right? Yeah. That's that's what I, I recall. A new adventure, which is going to be book four, and then book five. This, in 2022? In 2022. That's fucking crazy. That is crazy that they do, they're they doing two more campaigns this calendar. I, also, I feel like I have PTSD from Nintendo being like, we're going to release something. Just kidding. We're, you might see it. You might see a new trailer for it two years from now. Uh, two more campaigns this year is bonkers to me. I'm trying to see if I can find the most recent... Post-launch roadmap. Everything that I'm finding is last year's roadmap. I was looking for something that was more more current. They did... I mean, they did a video on the roadmap, but it wasn't a post. It was just a video, and it talked about, like, oh, the Bard and Roots of Evil is now up. The Players Hangout. I think it was right when the Players Hangout was about to be released. Um, and then, yeah, that talked about the PC version which releases tomorrow on Steam and Steam VR. Um, also, the cool thing is, if you have, from what I understand, if you have the game on VR, you can also play it on PC. I'm not sure the logistics of how that's going to work yet. Um, that was a conversation. I haven't seen it heavily advertised, but it, it was it was remember. it was something that they said in the video, the community manager video. Yeah. So I'm not sure um, how that'll work, but 
It's dope. <laughs> so the most recent video came out March 25th of 2022, and that was the uh, the PC edition gameplay trailer video. Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There was something before that where I think it was like developer's diary or something. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So the PC version comes out tomorrow. By the way, this game is $30. Three complete adventures currently released, five playable characters currently available, crossplay with VR, and massive content roadmap coming. Uh, Steam early access comes out April 7th, which is the... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm going to suck so many people into this. Because yes. it's like, oh, you want to play D&D? Yes. You don't have a DM? Cool. Go get Demio. And come and join me. Yeah, go get Demio. I will see you in, in VR, VR or uh, or on PC. Um, I think... So what... So that that's kind of like all the information. What else would you add as like a review? Whether if you had to, if you had to score it or add like some like reviewers conclusion sort of thing. Because I feel like on our reviews we go through everything about the game and we pepper in our opinion, but we never really like bookend it with like. So. If I were to have rated this out of five, I don't feel like that's a good enough of a justice because four out of five, like, sounds okay. Rated out of I, 20. Rated out of a D20. <laughs> Where's my D20? <laughs> um, it is a... No, it's better than that. <laughs> so I, I'm going to rate it out of 10, and I'm going to say it's either an eight or a nine. And that's only because I would like to see more maps, I would like to see more characters, and I would like to see more customization. Yeah, I would also, I'm right there with you in 8 or 9, I would like to see more, well, I can't say I would like to see more customization because the customization is there, I just haven't unlocked it yet. And I am a big, I'm a big fan of grinding to get my stuff. I'm a grinder, we've talked about this for Tiny Tina's. Yep. I like to grind to unlock stuff, um, so I'm there. Uh, I, yeah, I would like to see more classes. Um, I don't know what else I would like to see. It's so I've never I've never been a huge fan of tactical RPGs. Like I don't okay. really like Fire Emblem. I don't really like. You know, um, I can't think of any, like, triangle strategy where you move your player and you can attack so many blocks. This is the first game of this style that I absolutely love, and I think that's because they have done such a great job streamlining that for... Because, like, if you go into a tactical RPG, it becomes very overwhelming very quickly, and you feel like if you make a mistake, you're screwed, and it's just, it seems tedious. Those games seem tedious to me. This, you know, VR, VR, crossplay aside, looking at it just as a game, um, it's super fun because it's very easy to learn. It's very easy to pick up, um, but man, it will kick your teeth in 
it's like it's hard. got it it has a very low skill floor and a very high skill ceiling and that to me is the trademark of a great game that you can grow into and improve at because if you take a player that's only played a couple times and you take a player who's played a bunch you will see the performance difference and that is hard to do especially with rpgs right um so anthony is there a specific character you would like them to release next so in the uh q a video by the community manager and how things were i don't know if they were leaked or if they were revealed or or what the manner was but the list that was sort of like teased scholar bard was talked about at the time but we know that that got released and that's available now chorist engineer alchemist priest necromancer thief and barbarian are the things that are revealed to be coming besides more levels i'll be honest with you from that list i think a barbarian like a true barbarian would be interesting but i'm more like interested in what an engineer or an alchemist would be because i think that would be pretty cool and to presto's point we talked about engineer a little bit earlier in the video having an engineer to lay out a turret or to call in like a, a pet or whatever to that'd to be so strong cordon off a uh like a on an alleyway or whatever lockdown or, line of sights or traps yeah. or like somebody that's built because other players other other characters have like traps and like things like that but if you had a character that their whole kit was built around that that would be dope that'd be pretty cool so i think engineer engineer would be one character that could really help change the dynamic of the play and the party my only question about the engineer is like now this could be a theoretical question but does engineer take away from the medieval-esque uh atmosphere or if it's done right do you think it's more of like a tinkerer you get you could have like a gnome like a gnome the classic like think like world of warcraft like the gnome tinkerer that has like the little kind of like clockwork like little bomb yeah. guys and stuff um i actually now that i'm thinking about this i think my dream class the one that i would like to see and that i would probably pick up immediately would be a druid that you had the capability of going support in like sort of you know the classic druid you know fountain of healing you know nature's blessing kind of things like more of a primary healer role but also had shape-shifting capabilities so maybe in human form you were more of a support class and then your class card could be change form and when you changed form then you became like a bear and you had a different set of cards that were more offensively based Ooh, right that's interesting yeah you have you have the healer who has a heal like you know support thing and then you also have a card that transforms you into a creature and then when you're the creature you have like an attack card and you can change back so like sort of like that would be that, that would be what I would want. You, you talked about healer, and I was like, well, that's probably what a priest will be, like divine healing type thing. Yeah, I think I don't. I think, and I did this with Bard. Well, I don't think you want to necessarily pigeonhole a class into you're the support, 
all yes. you do is heal. Everything is your fault. Um, because Bard, <laughs> I mean, Bard, like, if you get a shattering voice in the right situation, you do insane damage yeah. to groups of enemies. Uh, so, so I think Druid with with half support s- skill set and then half like creature werewolf or whatever it's going to be skill set that would be that's pretty interesting Resolution Studios <laughs> listen to me we'll have to cut this section out of the video <laughs> and just send them an email send it <laughs> um yeah so I guess. Could that? Did you have a particular side quest you wanted to ask, or did Anthony just give us our side quest? (laughs) So, Anthony, we do a or everybody who's watching, uh, not just Anthony specifically, but Anthony specifically, we do a podcast uh, stream just like this about twice a month. But then we do a gaming stream uh, on Tuesdays with Presto Solo on with me on Sunday Solo, and then we do a co-stream on Fridays. Um, So join us and normally in our podcast we have a what you're drinking section what you're playing section the content or the news of the day um and then we have our side quest which is usually a random question sometimes related to what we're talking about uh that's not a part of our original show notes um and you've just honorarily became the side quest question you the side you're the side quest giver you had an exclamation point above your head. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that is our review of Demio. It's incredible for anybody looking for that Dungeons & Dragons tabletop experience in VR or on PC as of tomorrow. Um, and again, this was sponsored. Great, grateful to uh, Resolution Studios for providing a review copy of the game. And two copies to give away on Friday. Uh, we'll be starting our Friday night stream probably around 8.30. Um, the shenanigans will begin um, on Facebook Gaming and on Twitch. And we are going to have... <laughs> we, uh, we've only done one game stream using VR so far, and it was a beast to set up. I'm hoping that this is going to be a little bit simpler. Um, I think I have. I think we have it figured out um but we should be We're good definitely gonna be. be doing more vr games and more vr streaming because there's a lot of cool things that are coming to oculus and vr community is just drastically growing from when we first started two years ago so we're going to be adding more vr content to our schedule but uh, this uh, this is going to be a fun stream come Friday. So yes, tune in. I'm very excited. Great job! Thanks for coming by, Anthony. Good to see you in the chat. I think you're new, right? I haven't. I don't think I've. I don't think you've been in the chat before. But welcome. Um, if you want to listen to our past episodes, um, you can either watch them here on Facebook, uh, or you can listen to our whole backlog of 57. Uh, well, this is episode 57, so 56 past episodes. And we're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music, Stitcher, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. We're on everywhere. We're on all the things. Yeah. But most people just listen on Spotify. That's the that's the main thing. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Corporal, do you have anything else do you want to say? No, I don't. Really? I don't. Okay. All right. We're going to, I think we should end with a roll. Okay. I think we should end with a roll. All right, one roll. No, 
You're not rolling with advantage. <laughs> Roll them all! Roll them all! No. Yes. But they're not all... Seven! Bad. That's a shitty roll, but it's also my lucky number, so... Pulling out all I'll my take D20s. It. I will take it. Seven. Would you get like a million? You got many. <laughs> I got a seven, a seventeen, another seven, and then a four, a sixteen, an eighteen. Whoa! And a six. I can't believe you got that's that's some weird seven vibes. We're, right. we're connected. We're connected <laughs> through the power of the internet. All right. Uh, take care, everybody. We will see you on Friday. Um, go get Demio. Just go get it. Just do it. It's the right thing to do. This episode is coming out because it's obviously live streamed today. But for those of you who are listening to it at home, this is April 6th. At the end of April, we are going to end our April Adventures uh, theme with a Dungeons and Dragons game. An actual. Will, an actual game. game. While I will be the DM and Presto will be tortured by my evil ways. So join us. Follow us. Join our Discord. Come be a part of the community. And it's going to be a blast. Yep. All right. Peace out, y'all. See you next time.